Uh, we'll go in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to a emergency edition of the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast. We had some breaking news earlier today. Tony Larusa was hired by the Chicago White Sox. And uh, along with me is our White Sox correspondent, Patrick Cushman. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, let's get your initial reaction. What did you think uh, of the hire? Well, my initial reaction, I think, was a lot like White Sox Nation. Um, why are we hiring someone who's um, 70-something years old um, and that hasn't been a manager since 2011? But I did my research, and honestly, I don't think it's as bad as a hire as initially thought by most of White Sox fans. Um, so I'm not totally against it. I mean, I do agree with you. From a managerial perspective, the White Sox aren't going to get outmanaged, most likely. Tony Roos has been doing it a long time. There's a reason he's in the Hall of Fame. Three Manager of the Year awards. My biggest issue was fit for this team. And I think when you look at it, the White Sox are a big, flashy team. You have guys like big personalities, guys like Tim Anderson. They're bat-flipping. You know, they had their whole slogan last year, change the game. And then you bring in a guy like Tony LaRusso, who won 76 years old. So even on the managing side, it's been 11 years. The game has changed a lot since then. So you, it'll be interesting to see if he's going to be able to keep up. I think he will just because he's been doing it so long. But that, that's the one thing you have to worry about. And two is these personalities he's going to be dealing with. Is he going to embrace this culture of like, oh, yeah, we're going to have fun playing baseball? And my guess is no. He's been quoted in an article earlier this year after Fernando Tatis Jr., Hit a grand slam on a 3-0 count. It's like, oh, that's breaking the unwritten rules. If I was the Rangers, I'd be upset too. You don't do that. It's not about individual accomplishments. It's a team game, yada, yada, yada. How's that going to play with the White Sox? And by all accounts, the White Sox didn't even ask Tim Anderson for his opinion. He had Tony LaRusso said he hasn't talked to him yet. So that's a major red flag right there, for me anyway, uh, when the leader of your team hasn't been consulted. Also, I don't know if you listened to the press conference or not, he had to come out and say during the press conference in a really strange moment, oh, there's not a racist bone in my body. If your manager has to say during an introductory press conference, like take time out of it to say he's not a racist, that could be a problem. Because most coaching hires, you don't like, when Matt LaFleur got hired for the Packers, did you hear him once say like, oh, by the way, I'm not a racist. The fact that people think, yeah, he might be racist is a problem. Well, the fact is, Mitchell, is that, you know, he's dealt with um, guys like Albert Pujols, who are um, come from you know that part of the area of the world. He's dealt with plenty of players from that part of the world. I think a big part of the criticism is, and that came out on social media, and I was seeing this on Twitter and Facebook, was that you know Larusa's he's just an old white man, and he's not going to be able to get along with Tim Anderson and young guys. And the, the fact of the matter is, is you know he grew up in Tampa with a father that was born in Italy and a mother from Spanish descent. Spanish was his first language. So I think addressing those concerns, you know, he might have not done it in the most politically right way. He might have not done it in the best way. Um, but that is a concern, is whether he's going to be able to win over this locker room or if these players are just going to see him as an old man who's, you know, getting one last run in, you know. So I think that is a big concern. And whether, if he can win over this locker room, though, if he can win the respect of players, there's no reason why he can't. Yeah, I agree. This guy, is yep. a three -time, this guy has won the World Series three times. He was a unanimous vote for the Hall of Fame from the Expansion Era Committee. 
and he is one of the most renowned managers in St. Louis Cardinals history. So, so I think that definitely that these players should at least respect him. Whether they will or not, that's the big question. And to be clear, do I think he's a racist? No, I don't. And I think you brought up a fair point with Albert Pujols. And I think he'll be, if winning cures all. And in the seventh inning of a close game, say against the Yankees, I, I feel confident with Larusa back there making decisions. He did revolutionize the way teams use bullpens back in 2011. So that's a big thing. But it all goes back to fit, like you said. And I think it's going to be an uphill climb for him to kind of connect with the players in this locker room. I, and like you also go to the fact back in 2016. Uh, the whole the whole Colin Kaepernick kneeling thing came out of the scene. He came out and said he's vehemently opposed for players kneeling for the national anthem. Now, I know what he said during his press conference today to try and walk that back, but actions speak louder than words. And, you know, not only did he say it on a national radio show, he said it again in a Sports Illustrated article. And there was five guys, members of the White Sox, last year that took a knee. So how is that going to play in the locker room? All of a sudden, you're scratching your head. You also have guys like Dallas Keuchel. His former manager got passed over the job, and I'm pretty sure Keiko was lobbying hard for A.J. Hinch to be hired. How is that going to play? Then you also have Michael Kopech. He's coming back. Uh, he's going to be playing, and he's dealing with a bunch of mental health issues. He's come out and outspokenly said, like, yeah, this is something I deal with. There's a guy like Tony La Russa, 76 years old, who hasn't really grown up in the social media age. How is he going to be able to relate to him? I just don't see it happening. I think from a baseball standpoint, it's a good move, but there's too many red flags about how he's not going to fit in with this locker room that, quite frankly, I just don't... I, I think it's a bad look. And if you look at Rick Hahn also, he didn't look too enthused about this hire. Like, I, I don't know. I feel, it seems like a Jerry move. Like this, uh, Jerry Reinsdorf's fingerprints are all over this one. Oh, it's my buddy. Oh, yeah. I want to bring him back. Let's, let's not make... Let's... Let's not sugarcoat this at all. This was all Jerry Reinsdorf. This had no consultation from Rick Hahn. I bet Rick Hahn would have brought in someone like A.J. Hinch. Mm -hmm. This is Jerry Reinsdorf written all over it. He has said before, my biggest regret was firing Tony LaRusso. Him and Tony LaRusso are known to have a pretty good friendship, relationship of that sort. This is all Jerry Reinsdorf. And I have heard, um, not confirmed sources, but... Some rumors saying Rick Hahn, you know, said, uh, if LaRusse is hired, then I want out. I also heard that. So I don't I think it's going to, yeah, I don't think it was true, but I did hear that, yeah. And so this is definitely all um, Jerry Reinsdorf. Now, I will say, and you said this, winning cures all. So while we might have all these red flags now, if they come out April and May and they're winning ball games and they're doing well, I don't think that's going to be a problem going forward. But like you said, if they're losing, if players are frustrated, maybe some of their star players aren't playing up the part, they're getting frustrated. Tony Rusa is easily, you know, kind of that fallback. They can say, oh, you know, this manager can't relate to us. He's not relating to us. He doesn't understand the game anymore. And that can be a problem in the future as well. So, um, again, I think this, this is like a hit or miss kind of situation because if they win – and they're winning, and Tony La is making all the right moves, this could go very well. But if they lose, he's an easy guy to blame for it. Uh, yeah, and that, that's a good point. Because, like, with Rick Renteria, and he, was he a good baseball manager? No, you're getting an upgrade there. But the guys played hard for him, and in a baseball season, there's going to be high points and there's going to be low points, and it's about keeping the locker room together. The locker room culture they had these past couple years was really good. and something they're really proud of 
Uh, I think you know the, the way the, the way this team plays. Now when you bring in a guy like Larusa, all of a sudden you go through one of those losing streaks. It's going to be very angry to get pissed off at a guy like this, and it could all unravel quickly. And also go, going back to the fit thing, Rick Hahn said after he fired Rick Renteria, the next guy we're looking for. I want a guy that has October experience, but recent October experience, and he's been on championship caliber teams. Uh, they also, there's a report in the Chicago Tribune saying one of the reasons Rick Renteria and Don Cooper got let go is because they didn't, uh, they pushed back on some of the analytics they were getting. So you go to uh, La Russa, not only does he not have any recent championship experience, he has no recent managerial experience, period. It's been almost a decade, and when it goes to analytics, he even he's said multiple times that, like, hey, I, I want to change the way the game's played. We're, uh, you know, we're going to push back on these analytics, and it's man over machine. So you didn't get the analytic guy you wanted. I, I don't know. And if, if Jerry Reinsdorf was not friends with him, like, there's no other teams would be looking like, hey, we want Tony LaRusso right now. He wouldn't even be on their radar. That's what's so frustrating about the whole situation, for me, anyway. And now A.J. Hinch is probably going to go to your rival in Detroit with the Tigers because they're looking to hire him. Well, and I, I will say this, and you're, you're totally right. Like, if it was any other team, like, let's say Detroit, any other team that's looking for a manager, Tony LaRusso, if, if you mentioned... Let's say you go to their GM and you said, yeah, let's hire Tony LaRusso. He'd be like, Tony LaRusso? He'd laugh at you. So this was definitely the only place he was going to go to. He wasn't considered probably by any other team. And from what I've seen, he wasn't. So, but I will say this. And when he was hired by the Red Sox, from what I've read, is that he was tasked with kind of looking over the coaching staff of Alex Cora that won a World Series. So, in that regard, I will say that he has, and he has been in the game. He has been in the game. So yeah. It's not like he's just been sitting, you know, sitting around in retirement. He has worked um, in Arizona, in Boston, and he was with the Angels, I think, this past year. So, he does have some experience. Um, he still has been in baseball. So, it's, it's not like he's been totally out. He hasn't been a manager. I'll give you that. But he has been in baseball. And so, whether his... And he has been working in the front office. So whether his views on analytics change is to be seen. I wouldn't necessarily say yes or no to that. So I don't know. I mean, like I said, a lot of people are angry about it. A lot of people, uh, a very small minority are happy about it. But I would say that, you know, it's to be seen. But if this thing goes south, this could set back the franchise uh, pretty much a lot. And, like, the last major point is Rick Hahn's multiple, and I, I, it's not his fault because I don't think he clearly didn't want to hire him, but he stated, I want a multiple championships. We want a big championship window. We want to bring multiple championships. Do you see Tony LaRusso managing until he's 80? I don't. I think this is like a quick fix here when he had two other guys on the market that were pretty good. Like, A.J. Hinch wouldn't have been available if it wasn't for the cheating scandal. And I have my reservations about A.J. Hinch, but I think I would rather have the guy, like, from the cheating scandal, because, like, Tony La Russa, I mean, it's not like he's some great personality either. He was overseeing a clubhouse that ran rampant with steroids in Oakland, with the Bash Brothers and Jose Consenco, and then Mark McGuire, he was the manager during that home run chase when he was having steroids. There's also Jack McDowell came out, uh, apparently when he was uh, managing around that time period, that uh, he had his own video sort of cheating thing. So, I mean, it's not like he's the greatest stand-up 
guy either. I don't know. Do, what do you what do you think realistic expectations are for this team this season and moving forward? What the expectations are? Yeah, do you think like, does the uh, the bar change now that Tony LaRusso is hired? Or do you think they can still they have as good of odds of winning a championship as they did yesterday before this was announced? Oh, uh, no doubt. I mean, this team is riddled with talent. Um, this team. Sorry about that. There's a helicopter. There are some gunshots. But um, there was um, yeah. This team is riddled with talent um, and young talent too. So this team has a window that's big enough to where you make this mistake and it might not hurt you, but it still might. But this team, you know, is going to have high expectations. Uh, ESPN ranked them as the top five as a top five team. It's either five or six um, going into next year. So this team does have talent. This team is expected to go deep in the playoffs. This past year, you have a 60-game season. You lose in the wild card round. Kind of run out of pitching. That's understandable. That's not going to fly next year. Next year, they're expected to fight for the division and make a deep playoff run. And they're going to be expected to do that, and they should be, given their talent, for the next five years. I, I, I agree with you. I hope it all works out. I hope I'm wrong, but I wrote an article earlier today for Sports Mockery. I just I don't see the fit. I think it was the worst possible fit you could have gotten for this particular bar club, but we'll see. I, I hope I'm proven wrong. Uh, I mean, Ryan Terrio came out, and he was on ESPN Radio today talking about what a great manager he was in 2011 and how prepared he was for every situation. So, you know, we will see. And like you said, this team has a ton of talent. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us. That's all we have for you. Uh, until next time, enjoy the rest of your week.